0: Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to this special Sunday meditation. I am Pastor Enzo Pellini, and it's truly a blessing to have you join us today on this journey of reflection and connection. Whether you're joining us for the first time or you've been a part of our spiritual community, your presence here is cherished and valued. As we gather for this moment of reflection, I'd like to share the reading for this new week. The reading for today according to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 21 to 28. And we read, They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, what is this, a new teaching? And with authority, he even gives orders to impure spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. The authority of Jesus is today's topic. The authority demonstrated by Jesus through what is narrated in the Bible and of course the authority of Jesus reflected in our own lives the authority of Jesus and hand in hand the power of Jesus that each of us believers has been able to experience when Jesus was preaching in the synagogue the people were amazed because his words seemed to have authority to that I'd add, add understanding and also the content of the Holy Spirit as the one who preached was the very son of God and made his words relevant. I imagine that he wouldn't have spoken about God as we often hear that there are people who preached or talk about God without believing in what they are preaching or sometimes not even preaching the word of God, but rather adding stories, fables and tales that have nothing to do with the Word of God, I don't know, maybe to entertain the audience. Many times I've heard even from preachers and Christians with many years of experience who don't know what else to preach. They complain because they have to preach the same biblical readings, or some express that they already know that part of the Bible, that they have already read it, and wonder what more they can get from it. The truth is that there are other dimensions when reading the Bible, and that is what I'd like to clarify today. First, there is the reading with the intellect. We read the Bible as if it were just another book. Even those who studied it as scholars and linguists can be at this level, without believing in it as the Word of God. Then there is the church, reading of the Bible or the religious reading of the Bible considering it as part of our religion. Every Sunday we read the Bible with respect but sometimes without focusing on what it says, perhaps without understanding and possibly also without believing. The third way of reading the Bible goes beyond even research and study through the support of historical, linguistic, and archaeological sciences that we may have used. It begins when we believe in it as the revealed Word of God. When we start to believe in the Bible in this way, it becomes an instrument of communication between God and us. We read it with our spirit, and our spirits are nourished with the Word of God. This is what happened with Jesus. He read the word with the spiritual authority and people marveled because he found meaning and began to understand it thanks to the intervention of the Holy Spirit. I have seen it and heard it many times and I also have to say that I have seen brothers and sisters speaking about the word of God with authority, that is with the authority granted by God to proclaim that word. When we talk about God giving authority to words, we are also understanding that God gives power to words. The word of Christ remains alive and with even more power and authority. Every time we truly believe in the word of God in our lives, it becomes a word with authority and a word that unleashes power. And this applies especially to the life of every one of us believers. When we read the Bible with faith, that faith activates the authority and power of the Word of God in our lives. In the second account, we see that Jesus cast out a demon from a person who was in the synagogue. How strange, isn't it, that a man in the synagogue could be possessed by a demon? But it can happen. This shows us that it can still happen anywhere, even within churches. By casting out the demon from that person, Jesus continues to demonstrate authority over the demons. And something peculiar is that the demons within the possessed person declare, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Many times we see believers and non-believers who can't believe and trust in God, But we see, as a confirmation, that the demons who are known to be against God have no qualms about admitting that Jesus is truly the Holy One, the Son of God, that Christ is God. What more evidence can we have of this? What a good comfort it is to know that even the demons believe in Jesus as the Son of God, although we know, of course, that they don't submit to Him in obedience. That same authority God grants us today to live in blessing in our own lives here on earth. Many people believe with love and respect in God. What Psalm 111 calls the fear of God today, the beginning of wisdom, is the fear of the Lord. Psalms 111.10 They do fear God, but they still do not understand how they should trust in God, perhaps because no one has taught them. Today we want to refresh that teaching that for those who believe in God with fear of God, that is, with respect and obedience, there is also the authority granted by God. Once in the Alpha course I explained about the authority of God and the power of God that is also granted to each believer. If, for example, we see an immense 18-wheeler truck marching on the highway, And there we see a small person who is a police officer. Who do you think has more physical power? The truck with all its power and size? Or the person who is a police officer, who may even be a small person? Logically, the truck has more power. But if the police officer, when the truck approaches, raises his hand, signalling to the trucker to stop, what happens there? Logically, the truck, with all its power and might, will stop. Why? Because the police officer can make that truck stop. Because there is a matter of authority. The tracker knows that he has to stop the truck because the government has conferred authority on the police officer to do so. He does it in the name of the government, the policeman or woman, and the tracker has to obey and stop the truck because the police officer has been entrusted with enforcing the law. Who has more power there? Logically, the power of the truck over the strength of the police person. But who has the greater authority? The police officer, because the government has conferred that authority on him. The same happens with the devil and his demons as was the case with Jesus' experience and Jesus' command. He said, Be quiet, said Jesus sternly, come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. In the same way, each one of us, Christians, is granted the authority of God through the word to face the power of the evil one. Those who fear God are clothed at the same time with the word of God with authority. Many believers don't know this and therefore do not put it into practice. That word allows us to navigate life successfully in our life of faith. Of course, always according to our surrender to God and our faith in Him. And as a practical application for us today, we have to know that God also grants us this grace of having authority as He well told His disciples and even tells us today too. And we read in the Bible, when Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. We can read that on Luke chapter 9. That authority is also conferred on each of the believers. At every moment when we need God's help in critical situations in our lives, we are invited to declare and cast out demons that may be related to miserable situations in our lives. And demons of all kinds will obey, because we have the authority of God, of Christ. This is a theological aspect that we must not overlook. It also shows us how far our faith and trust in God can go. May God allow us to believe in the authority of Jesus through the authority of the Word And may we incorporate that authority into our lives to improve it and also improve our church and our community. I wish the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Wishing you a fantastic week ahead.